previously on Rolling with Rainbows. Even though she can't see, she can still see the eye in her mind. I've deputized Randy here to be our town sheriff. Oh, Mr. Dealey got in a fight, but he won't tell us with who or why. Dominic slides the same note back across the bar. He's just written in, in capital letters, Randy. Pretending not to care hasn't made the anxiety go away. And Arch produces a gun from inside his jacket pocket and points it at Serena. Miss Stoker, why don't you go in, f- go in front since you're so experienced already with the tomb? Octavia hears a gunshot from down below. So I'm just gonna start blasting. And then he fires the gun. A rumbling fills the tomb as the engraved wall starts to rise, sealing everyone else in the tomb below. What's up in this podcast, Rolling with Rainbows? I'm like so excited for... We've his... been on a roll lately, everyone. I I'm think. so I excited think the to play been... <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. It's Bo- me, Bo- I'm Jeff. Truly deranged. The water in Mallorca ain't quite what it ought I'm Michael Caine. What happened was Jess showed up for the call and Joe said, Hey, it's me, Jess. And then Jess has started doing Joe impressions ever since. Yeah. So there's going to be two Joes on this episode. Well, it started with Joe, Joe, Joe if you I will. just got really defensive about it. Sorry, I got really close to the mic there. That was probably very loud. I just got excited. I'm sorry. Oi. So. I got really close this... to the mic there. So this is all garbage, and we're going to have to cut all of this. So this is Rolling with Rainbows. I'm Sophie. I'm here with Nat. My two pals, Joe and Jess, are here. We all play a little Call of Cthulhu. Bold of you to assume I'm your pal. <laughs> Bold of you to assume I'm Jess. Oi, it's me. I'm another Joe. So I agree. It has been a lot of good episodes lately, and we're nearing the end of the arc we're currently on. And uh, it left us on a cliffhanger. So I'm going to, you know, we can have all our jokes and japes through the rest of the episode, but I did leave us... In quite a suspenseful moment. Yes, you kind of did. keen to just dive right into it. Right. So what's Octavia's reaction to suddenly being plunged into darkness with a gun-wielding maniac? What's up? Uh, first of all, called it. Knew it was going to happen. 100%. <laughs> you, knew, you knew the character I, I named, and this hasn't come up, but Dominic Dealey. <laughs> It might be a shifty, untrustworthy guy. Yeah, I knew something was up there. Uh, masterful <laughs> power of intuition to, to figure that yeah. out. Uh, yeah, good job. Very upset <laughs> that I can now not just start blasting, really. Well, you could start blasting. We were saying this just before we started recording, that it, this episode might start with a literal shot in the dark. But that's up to you. Right. Well, the thing about just starting to blast. Okay, you know what? The thing about the thing about thinking about starting to blast is that Vi wouldn't have time to think about just starting to blast. She would just start to blast. So, even though <laughs> I've had more time to think about this, and I, Jess, would not just start to blast. 
Yeah. I am not in this story. So <laughs> what do I need to roll to blast? If I were Octavia, I would simply start to blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the that's role playing. You might not necessarily do the same thing your character would. Uh, are you going to give me a firearms rifle check then? Sure. But it's going to have to be with, oh my goodness, with a penalty die is what I was about to say, because you are plunged into darkness. Okay. So that's 36 that's against 45 with a penalty die of 7, which makes it 76 against 45. Right. So... Oof. Right, so what happens on this first round is that you are plunged into darkness, but the muzzle flash from your rifle going off gives you a momentary awareness. Unfortunately, I'm going to need another check to see how much you get from that. Give me spot hidden, but because you have only just been plunged into darkness and already have a familiarity with where things should be, you can have a bonus die on this one. All right, just getting all sorts of extra fun dice. This is great. Dice all over the place today, yeah. I love rolling dice. This is fantastic. Alright, so I've rolled 65 versus 59, but with a bonus die of 3, which turns my 65 into a 35 versus 59, which is a success. Both times your your extra die turned things around for you, which I think is kind of neat. It is kind of neat. So on the spot hidden success, um, what you see is that the reason your shot missed is that as soon as Dominic took his shot, kicked the thing over, plunged you into darkness, he's diving to one side. So Octavia is standing in this circular tomb, the upper tomb. There's the teleportation slash, as far as you know, it's disintegration disc uh, in, in the middle, right in front of you. To your right is the the guy who had his arm in, in the wall. And in the muzzle flash, you see that he's been shot in the head. And also in the muzzle flash, you see over to your left, Dominic diving to his right. So sort of towards the wall behind you, the, the wall where the door is rumbling closed currently. That's what you see in the muzzle flash. And now you're plunged into darkness again. Okay, so he's lunging towards the door that's closing. Yes, but that's again. It's in a split second. You don't know exactly right. what he's doing. I'm just telling you that's what you see. Right. I. It's enough for me to know that he's not, for instance, lunging out of the tomb via the exit. At least he's mm. not in that direction. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I would expect. So it is, you know, it's important information. Right. So um, he does something on his round in the darkness. Uh, <laughs> it's back to you. The rumbling comes to a conclusion with a large like stone thud uh, as the, the door behind you shuts, shutting off your friends down in the lower tomb. It's your, ra- it's your turn again. And you're just in darkness now. Well, this isn't ideal. Like, this isn't what you want to happen. Um... <laughs> What would Octavia do in this situation? It's still like just complete darkness, isn't it? Yeah, you. It, it's truly pitch darkness because you're actually underground. It's like, it's so black in there. I think that she would try to like sneak in to the shadows and sort of wait to gather more information uh, before 
doing anything. So it's a round room, so I don't want to say kind of like where do you go when it's kind of it's but like we do have some features. So there's like there's the there's there are two in- engravings. One of them had a, a hidden door that just shut. There's the 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 dead guy who slumped out of the wall where he was pressing the button before. You know, and then there's kind of opposite to him. There's the the passageway out. So there are some places you could kind of work, like when you say into the shadows, yeah. like it's all shadows, right? Well, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't really. She's not going to try to hide behind anything. It's mostly uh-huh. moving in a way that she's trying to be as quiet as possible, so as to obscure her location. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that if you're trying to obscure your location, trying to not make any sound. You should give me a stealth roll. 65 or 68. Shit. She's very stealthy. You move quietly in the dark, uh, trying to change positions so you're not just in the same place, but, you know, also trying not to make any sound, and you hear the sound of broken glass crunching underfoot, but not under your foot. It must be Dominic. If you give me a listen roll, you could figure out where he is. Awesome. Oh no, twenty nine verse twenty eight. <laughs> you failed by a point. I, I gotta spend a luck on that. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've spent a luck point. Yeah. So, kind of as expected from where he was going before, the noise is coming from uh, behind where you were standing. Like he tried to maneuver himself to sneak up from behind you. Wow. I'm really starting to not like this this Dominic kind of guy. He seems seems like <laughs> a bad dude. Okay, well if I've got his position, uh I'm I I wanna blast him in that area okay. on my next turn. <laughs> okay. So he does something. Uh, I love making secret rolls. It's really good. <laughs> and it's ominous as hell. And it's your turn again. Awesome. <laughs> if you try and blast, it's going to be with a penalty die, just because it again, it's right. still utter utter darkness. I don't hear him do anything though, do I? No, whatever he's yeah, I'm yeah, I mean yeah, exactly. I was going to say whatever he's doing, it's quiet and you don't know but that's the point you don't know <laughs> anyway <laughs> do, do, do. god damn it so i was an 18 verse 45 with a penalty die of eight <laughs> to make it an 88 verse 45 <laughs> no so that was gonna be a hard success and i was gonna say you can hit him wherever on his body you want and uh now you just don't and now i hit him wherever i don't want on his body <laughs> I want to not hit him in the arm. It's where I want to not hit them. So you you light up the tomb again, uh, facing towards where you expect him to be. And I won't require a spot hidden here. He isn't there. The way you're facing, you don't see him at all. Wow. And then more secret rolls. I love this. Holy shit. Um, You hear like a heavy thud that sounds like when the uh, deputized police miner who was touching the button in the wall slumped down. It it sounds like that sound. If you give me a lesson roll again, you could try to locate it. 
That's the sound you hear in the dock on his turn. I do not hear it. 49 verse 28. Okay, you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. And then a light starts to glow in the the middle of the room. It's a light of a strange color that you're by now a little familiar with because it's the metaphysical iridescence that's given off by the technology of the others. Oh. That light starts to shine, but before you can understand anything that you're seeing, it's your turn. Uh, you could make more checks if you want. I'm just saying that's this light starts to illuminate the, the gloomy tomb around you. Holy shit. Okay, well, I've seen this happen before, right? Yeah. This means that someone's pressed that button in the center of the room. Yeah. Can I metaphysically transport a bullet into whoever has pressed that button? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm taking it that you're going to aim your gun in the middle of the room? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Uh, You just want to run the the rifle check, like firing to the middle of the room? Right. Well, I've got an idea of, you know, where where the person would have to be in order to be pressing the button. So where's that? Uh, near the middle of the room. <laughs> okay. Uh, you turn around to look, and as the light starts to illuminate the gloomy tomb, it's it's strange color bouncing off the walls in bizarre ways, hitting the, the paints on the carvings and inscriptions that aren't usually visible because they are in this bizarre color and it, making them particularly shine you see the shape of a a guy he's it's like he's crouched low uh in the darkness on the the pad the disc in the middle oh can i metaphysically transport a bullet into this guy <laughs> yeah give me the rifle check hard success do i need a penalty finally a hard success it's always been a hard well, no. success I've always been succeeding. <laughs> yeah. But no but no penalty this time. Right. So where do you want to shoot this guy? In the body parts. Uh, <laughs> in uh, roll, center mass. Roll your damage. Just right in the center. Oh. 12 damage. So you... Uh, fire off around, and in the illumination from the muzzle flash, and as the as the light grows brighter from the the disc in the middle, you see Dominic standing uh, upsettingly near to you, only a couple of feet away, and you realize uh, as the bullet rips into the body of the the miner, you realize that he was moving the body to deliberately uh create like a a dummy Um, and as the the iridescence lights up the tomb in it's strange kind of turquoisey uh but not turquoise because it's not like any color it's just kind of the closest you could possibly describe it as um but this shimmering light lights up the tomb you see the body begin to be engulfed in this light and disintegrate in front of you and Dominic puts his gun uh, right up to your temple. All right, drop the rifle now. Easy. She yeah, she's it's out of ammo now. That was the last shot. So. Uh. 
Ideal. I love that. No problem. <laughs> and uh, with a bright flash, the, the body disappears and you're plunged into darkness again for only a moment. And then Dominic flips on a metal lighter and the, the flickering small light of the flame is the only light source in the tomb. And I want to check in on Serena, Felicity, Celia, Randy, and William Henry Arch, who are downstairs in the lower tomb. Yeah. So Randy also has a gun to Felicity's head. That's an, that's cinematic parallels. It, it rhymes. It's like poetry. Um, I want to rewind a little bit. This is to when the, the door is like... You, you hear the rumbling, right? Yeah. Randy doesn't move at all. He holds Felicity in the same spot, and he's closer to the stairs. Felicity can't really do anything but speak in this situation. And Celia has a gun pointed in the back of Arch, and that so that leaves kind of Serena as the main free actor yeah. in this room. Uh, uh, Felicity is like, "Let me go, you bastard!" <laughs> Uh, you, but you she's struggle really again. trying to move forwards <laughs> to get deeper into the tomb. Right, like she's not going anywhere, but like her her body is like vibrating, <laughs> wanting to be like, forwards. Um, yeah, I mean, r- r- struggling against him, your your arm hurts, your broken arm oh, in the swing because he's hol- holding yeah. you with one big arm kind yeah. of across your body, and when you struggle against him, that hurts your wrist. What's Serena doing? I think when when she notices he isn't budging, when she can hear the thing rumbling, she's like, "Ain't even gonna try and get out, huh? Not scared you'll be trapped in here." You know, uh, there's a dozen deputies up there. Uh, we'll be out in a minute. Didn't you hear that gunshot? <laughs> I did. Who do you think was shooting who? Well, it seems I know some stuff you don't. What do you uh, What do you know, Serena? Do you really think it was just the two of us that came here? <laughs> oh, you mean, um... Dominic the bartender? And... and Octavia? I know, we left Miss Bancroft in the care of two armed guards. And, uh... Of course... Mr. Dealey, the bartender. <sighs> yeah. Arch blurts out... Watson, what do you think you're doing? We, we, well, this is ridiculous. We should get upstairs before it closes. And then uh, you hear the rumbling thud of the door closing. And uh, Arch just makes like a psh sound and like rolls his eyes and, and sort of gestures ineffectually in the air. Like, now what are you going to do? Upstairs, you hear several gunshots spaced out. So you hear the first shot. Bam. Okay. Well, one way or the other, sounds like one of us is going to be outnumbered when we get out of this place. I'm just saying, maybe if you come clean now, we'll be generous. <laughs> and Randy, uh, a slow smirk creeps across his face. I, I guess I'm trying to persuade here. I don't know if it's... Yeah, you can give me a persuade roll. I'll just, I'll just gonna say. In the meantime, uh, yeah, Randy, a slow smirk creeps across his face. You hear another bam, a loud gunshot, and 
he doesn't flinch when he hears that shot. It doesn't affect the expression on his face. And he says, Serena, I have always liked you. You are a gutsy one. Okay. Uh, so my persuade is 36. So come on. 60. Nope. <laughs> and he goes on. You know, most would look around and see two ladies holding a gun to the mine owner, knowing on the outside there are 200 men who work for him, several of whom are armed and deputized as officers of the law. And they would think the odds were not in their favor. I'd say most folk, actually. Most would look at that situation unkindly. And I, I applaud that about you, Serena. Felicity's nodding her head. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, we are, we are quite fucked. <laughs> so that, I think, so, mo- most folk ain't been through what I have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I think Randy lets a little chuckle at that as well. And he, sa- he says, um, so, in a few minutes, I'm sure they will reopen the door and Mr. Arch's men will have you vastly, laughably outnumbered. Why don't we take a look in this tomb? Before things get, how do you say, combative. I think... Yes, yes, yeah, we should do that, we should do that. Let's do that. I think Serena kind of stands aside and gestures like, be my guest. I ain't going, but... And I think she, like, gestures for Celia and Arch to stand to the side as well. Okay, so you're kind of clearing the hallway. So, like, being like, hey, if you want to go see it, you're welcome to go first. <laughs> Arch, who is still held at gunpoint, says, Miss Taggart said that there is a ring. I I want to see it. Actually, oh, shit, hang on. I think that the line here is that Serena remembers knocking it off. Okay. What, what do you mean the line? She says that? No, she doesn't. She's going to try okay. and get it off of the floor and grab it before they can see it. Nice. Because they're going to be looking for it on the altar. Okay, well, he says that. He says that there's a ring and he wants it. Yeah, I might have seen a ring. You hear another gunshot ring out upstairs. What is it to the ghouls on the council? Randy's smirk uh, shrinks a little and he says, You know, I'm one of the ghouls on the council, Serena. I thought we were friends. So did I until you held my friend at gunpoint, Randy. And he talks straight past you and says, uh, Well, Mr. Arch, if you want your ring, you should go get it. And Celia says, No, hang on, not so fast. That No, no, I, uh, uh, this is a hostage situation. Keep him there, Celia. You're doing well. She holds, she holds him by his uh, suit jacket. And he says, no, uh, hang on, if someone's going to see this ring, it should be me. This is my land, it belongs to me. What does Serena do? As I said, be my guest. And C- Celia says, wait, I don't understand, so she... No, I, I think I so let she's him saying, to... Randy, you can go, f- Randy, you can go first. <laughs> uh, and Randy says, well, no, I think I'll wait right here, and uh, all of you can investigate occult jewelry in a dark sunken tomb and uh, tell me what you see. Sounds interesting. I'd love to hear about it secondhand. 
Can I make a psychology check? Sure. Uh, 36. That's a 31. A success. Hey! Um, what you're picking up from Randy is the... Well, for thought, for one, he has the assured confidence of knowing that there's, you know, a lot of people outside the tomb who he thinks are definitely going to back him up. Yeah. Um, but, but what you're also picking up on a success is that he is confident that everything deeper in the tomb is going to be extremely dangerous. You know, you, you have no idea how, but he, he is, he's happy to let people go look in the tomb because he's pretty sure they won't come out again. Do I get anything on... So he doesn't seem like he wants the ring. You're not picking up that he wants the ring, no. Okay. I remember the Council of Elrond happening very differently. <laughs> I think in that case... what? Thanks for the laugh, so... <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I liked it. It was, it was good, yeah. Um, I'm too deep in the trying to figure out the, the line here. Um... I, I I guess in that like Felicity's so... just like yeah let's go like what we wait <laughs> let's go already <laughs> Celia you don't want to go in there trust me since Felicity is so keen I there's not really going to be much stopping her but you at least can you know maybe not have to endure this Arch blurts out no listen. I must really object to this. You, you ladies are trying to... This land is mine, and, and the, this tomb is mine. Arch. shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'd like to check back in on Octavia, because what happens with Dominic is... Uh, at first, it's that the gun is to your head. You can feel it pressed against your head. Yeah. But that's just for a moment before he lights this lighter, and then, and then you can see things. And he... Um, he takes a step back then, keeping the gun leveled right at you, knowing that you're not going to try anything. And he says, All right, Miss Bancroft, I need you to go to the the weird thing with the roots. Put your hand in there. Press the sigil. Uh, n- no, I'm not going to do that. He pulls back the uh, the hammer on the gun. He says, oh, you are going to do that. You can do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> He's, he says, I will shoot you in the head. I don't know what you're not understanding about this. Nah, you won't do that. You couldn't possibly shoot me in the head. Come on, Dominic. Here's the thing. Uh, why do you want me to put my hand in the, the weird root thing? Well... Your friends have got Mr. Arch and Randy downstairs, and uh, if uh, I control the doorway, then I've got all the negotiating chips. Right, but if I put my hand in the roots, uh, you're just going to shoot me like you shot that other guy. So, uh, not going to do that one, pal. Sorry. I'm not going to shoot you like I shot that other guy. I uh, need you alive to operate the sigil. See how it closed when I shot him? Dead bodies don't work. Right. Well, what if I shoot myself when you're in there? What are you going to do then? <laughs> he, he like, looks around kind of pointedly at, like, the, the, the distance from the roots around in the tomb, like, 
you know, there, there's nothing else around. You drop your rifle. You 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 wouldn't be able to reach anything else with your hand stuck in the roots. Is kind of what he's visually indicating. What happened to that pistol I took off of um, that guy who got shot in the head? Oh, did you keep? Did you keep it on your person? I can't remember if I did or not. I think. I don't think I have it on me. I'm trying to remember what happened to it. I thought you took it off and just put, like, threw it away from him. I think so, yeah. Okay. So it is in the tomb, but it's not by him. That's right. Okay. And in fact, looking around, it's his body that was disposed of. The guy you shot is still on the floor. Uh, The guy who had his hand in the roots is gone. Right. Although, I guess you shot that guy too, but only after he was dead. Anyway. Um... <laughs> right, that one's not on me. I... Um, yeah, I was sure. just sending him with an, an extra bullet to... Uh, you know, you gotta... When people get sent to down the river Styx, they need the metal. Two bullets for the ferryman, that's what they say, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You got it. <laughs> so, so, you... <laughs> So Dominic says, all right, that's enough nonsense. Go on. Dominic, uh, you don't look. I am. I am a very powerful godlike being. You just don't even realize it. Like you think that you have me in a situation. I could take us both out right now. You don't even know. And he, uh, Smacks you in the face with the butt of the gun. Uh, you feel Ooh. your something crack in your nose a little. And um, it hurts really bad. You take one damage. Um, he says, I'm really had, a, had enough of this. Put your hands in the roots now. Mm. Let's see. What is Octavia going to do? Because <laughs> putting her hands in the roots is a bad situation. But, she's not doing that. Uh, his, this guy means business. Here's the thing of what she's not going to do, is that. <laughs> I see. Uh, I think she's going to try to dodge out of the way and then run. Uh, you can try to dodge him doing that. Oh, you mean just dodge away from him? Yeah. Because I and yeah then okay run yeah okay. You can try a dodge roll. It's not usually how we use dodge, but yeah, you can you can try a dodge roll. Let's let's see it. Hey. Nice. <laughs> An extreme success. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can just paint me a word picture of this one, frankly, pal. <laughs> All right. Octavia is very tall and just very, like, slender. So she just kind of, like, does this kind of, like, dive to the side and sort of does a little bit of a roll towards the... Mm-hmm. the uh, direction of the exit and then as soon as she's on her feet she's just gonna start running away Uh, yeah i think with an extreme success it's safe to say that you get like easily up the tunnel before anything uh anything else happens um give me just a roll against your dexterity to establish something oh no Hmm, okay, That's so you failed not ideal. that one uh, quite bad. 80, um, 80 dexterity, dexterity rolled so a 93. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't like that much. Um, oh, fucking hell. So, a, a shot rings out. And, um... You take six damage. Oh, shit. Uh, as a, a bullet rips into your leg, your right leg. And uh, you fall down. That's all right. It's just a flush in. <laughs> What's your HP on now? Uh, eight. Um, but yeah. I have not... It's not a major wound. It's not over half of my max HP in one attack. So. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I need a strength contest. Actually, this is okay. Okay. <laughs> Actually, everything is fine here, is the thing. Everything's great. Everything is going so well, is the thing. Uh, I need you to roll uh, strength. Yeah, so you got a fail on your strength, and Dominic got a success. And it would not even make sense to spend luck on it, because I could not possibly make that work. So I rolled 34 versus 30, and... Even if I spent luck, I'd still lose. Yeah. Um, you would have to spend, let me think about this, uh, 19 luck to make that into a success. Right. And so what happens is that while you're you're falling down on the floor, uh, you hear Dominic walking up behind you. Uh, he grabs Octavia by, I think, like the the back of her. Is she wearing like a, uh, like a jacket? Uh, what time of day is it? <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of came, woke up and came straight here, so let's say it's about noon. Uh, probably not. It's probably too hot okay. outside to to be wearing a jacket. I think he grabs her by the collar of her her shirt and pulls at her and and like puts another arm around her midriff and just forcibly drags her back down into the <sighs> the tomb and. Uh, because you failed the strength contest, he he grabs your left arm and he puts it into the roots onto where you know that the sigil is. And the roots shrink around your arm and hold you in place. And he says, I said that I wasn't messing around, Miss Bancroft. Oh, no. And he grabs Octavia's other arm, her right arm, which is still free. Um, and give me another strength check, actually, because this is kind of a separate bit. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, he try he grabs at your arm, but you succeed that strength check, so you actually break free of that and push him away. But he points the gun at you again, and he says, "Put your arm into the look there. There's another sigil. Put your other hand on that." All right. How many magic points does it take to cast the death spell? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've taken damage. You you wouldn't survive casting the death spell. <laughs> True. Although, I haven't taken a major wound, so if I reach zero HP, I'll just be unconscious. <laughs> uh, it would take 24 magic points to cast the death okay, spell. Okay, I cannot cast it. He's... He's taken <laughs> the life force that I need to cast the spell away from oh, me. Oh, no. It's quite distressing, yeah. 
This is what a terrible occurrence. <laughs> it's a, it is a bad time. shot me, and I can't uh, even take us both out at the same time <laughs> anymore. So what are you gonna do? So what's the situation? So I've got is are, the engraving of what we know is Cthulhu is starting to rumble open because your hand, your left hand, is in the wall, okay. uh, like held in place by the roots onto the first sigil that you already knew was there. But where he gestured with his gun on closer inspection, you can now see that there's a second sigil there too, um, which is where he's telling you to put your free hand. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's now done enough to compel Octavia to do things. Oh, jeez. He's, you know, he shot her, he's hit her in the face, he's dragged her. Yeah. She's, okay, she'll do it. He's kind of a nasty guy is what I think we're getting at. Right. Anyway. Wait, really? Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's reached the bar of compelling her to do something. She has, she's out of options, including the option oh. to kill him and herself, uh, because oh, that oh, would have been preferable yeah. to. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. To to giving up her agency like that. Yeah, she'll do it. Yeah, that's pretty upsetting. Um, yeah. Uh, so the thing that happens is when you put your right hand onto the second sigil that you can see the roots close around it like they did with your left hand and now both of your hands are held in place by the stone roots and on your left the other engraving the one that you don't recognize the one that looks like a a kind of almost humanoid with many arms and a lizard's head and these kind of dragonfly wings starts to rumble as well and a second door in the tomb begins to open so downstairs in the lower tomb... I'm yelling! What the fuck? I'm, saying, I'm so mad we didn't notice this. Oh my god, all of that. Holy shit. So, oh. so um, we're rewinding again a little bit. And downstairs, Serena just said, Hey Arch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and she follows that up with, This land does never belong to you. Decent. Nice. So, um... (laughs) Arch says, It does. I have a deed to this land. Everything in here belongs to me, and I'm going to take it. And he actually just pushes past Celia, who uh, makes a gesture to try and stop him with the gun, but he's so self-assured in doing this that she just doesn't, and then she's just kind of, like, looking... Baffled. Like, you know when yeah. you, you mean to do a thing and then you just don't and then you're just like, fuck. Okay, well, Serena's go, gonna go after him. So he, he strides into the tomb at the end of the corridor, the one where you lost your eyesight temporarily. Yeah. He's currently, from where you're standing in the hallway, he's currently obscuring the engraving from Serena's perspective. Okay. She's gonna go behind him deliberately like not looking at the engraving just scanning the floor trying to see the ring do you want to roll spot hidden yes i do (gasps) finally an actual good use for this hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey a hard success so on a hard success i think that serena easily sees where the ring is that's the first thing okay um 
But I think there's another thing, which is that you spot that the tomb is much bigger than you remember. Oh. And it it occurs to you that, like, your memory of the tomb was basically as if the wall with the engraving on it was, like, right in front of your face because it was just so, like... Yeah. Horribly impactful to you that you remember it being like a broom closet size, and it's actually closer to the size of the tomb that's uh, directly above, like the, the the upper tomb. That makes sense. And there are again like inscriptions in this bizarre script that you know is the language of the others, streaming down the walls in vertical columns and into the center. And in the center, there's the pedestal, which you know used to bear the ring. Yeah. You see the ring knocked into one of the, like, not corners, but where the, you know, the wall meets the floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's circular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, it's just knocked to one side. And Arch is looking around, and the other thing you spot on your spot hidden success is that he isn't phased in the slightest what? by anything he's seeing in here. What? And he says, Huh. Wait, where's the ring? You said it was on this... And he's, it was and on he, the pedestal. And he walks forward into the room, he puts his hand down on the pedestal, he feels it, and he starts looking around it, and he says, Maybe you got shaken off by the... by the... Roll me stealth if you want to pick up the ring without him knowing. Okay, so my stealth is 56, so I got a decent chance. Hard success! Hey! Okay. <sighs> so, you hide the ring somewhere. Uh, I maybe maybe you just put it in your pocket. I think maybe she like stand like stands at the edge of a room and her boots on it. Okay. And she'll like she'll like kind of duck down and pick it up when his back's turned. Yeah. So I think that's exactly it. He starts looking around, and w- while he's turned away, you do that. Um, and now it's in your pocket. Um, he's What's he's looking... she got in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's looking around the around the tomb. And he's saying, um, some, maybe whoever's been coming in here and snuck in and stole it in the night. Oh, damn it. Ah, oh, just a worthless old room. Why, why are you so interested in the ring? You've been talking to Miss Taggart. It said it's, it said it's power. It does something. Celia kind of walks into where the light is illuminated by the torch that Arch is still carrying, um, appears at the entrance to this circular room and says, I said that it's power or a weapon or a tool or a curse. We don't understand their language entirely yet, and it's... It might not be something you want, Mr. Arch. It might not be everything you're hoping. And he says, Well, one way or another, it's mine. And you hear another gunshot ring out upstairs. Hmm. I think Serena probably winces a bit. She wasn't expecting it. Um, but then, well, the ring's not here, so... Arch says, uh, Finding the thief is going to be the number one priority when we get, when we get back to the surface. You know that Randy had Dominic stealing things from the tomb. That was a conversation you had last time. Ooh. You ever think that maybe Randy isn't working with you? What? Uh, what, Mr. Watson? He he didn't even want to come into the tomb. 
Funny that. Well, sure, some there's, there's some a fellow seem powerful magical artifacts, and he doesn't even want to check. <laughs> some fellows are uh, well, yellow like that. They don't. They surprise you. Almost like he knew it wasn't here. And she's. Uh, can I? Try, I'm trying to like deceive him. Yeah, I guess. What you got for me, bud? Uh, I guess like persuade. Again. It might like, be a fast I... talk. It might be a fast talk check. Oh, I'm so bad at fast talk. Okay. <laughs> well, practice makes perfect. Well, <laughs> it's a. I, it's got to be a five or higher. I I I I would argue that this is persuade because she's laying out facts. Quite... Yes, but it is knowledge. She like she, facts. She she's laying out a narrative she knows to be false, and the, so the point of fast talk is that you lay out a narrative that you want them to buy into rather than okay. one that you're trying to convince them the truth of. Okay. Fast talk is the deception roll. Well, that's a 72, so that's a fail. Beans. <laughs> uh, while this is happening, mm-hmm. Felicity's like, just just let, you can let me go now. I, I've, my arm is broken. I obviously pose no threat to you. I, I just, I want to see what's happening. Please let me go. Randy um, lets you go. Takes his arm off you. Thank you. He says, "No offense, Miss. I uh, was just uh, bargaining with Serena. I, as I say, I am confident we are going to be rescued by the rest of the deputies any second now. And you may as well have a look around if you want." Felicity's not listening at all. She's already just like dash forward. <laughs> Uh, into the tomb. <laughs> okay, in the tomb you see Serena, Arch, and Celia having a conversation. And on the far wall from the entryway, you see an engraving. No! Yes! It shows what I will just say for the audience are Cthulhu, Cthulhu, Dagon, and Nyalathotep, the Eldritch Gods, bowing before a pyramid. And at the top of the pyramid, there is an eye, a floating eyeball, bisected by a horizontal line. Roll against your sanity. Your sanity is quite low right it's now. really low. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This episode where Felicity just gets frightened to death. Okay, take 1d10 sanity damage. This is what you wanted. Get him real low there. So I took three sanity damage. Uh, so now I have 11 sanity. No. Okay, congratulations on not having a bout of madness. Yeah, hell okay. yeah. Felicity <laughs> um, uh, is just sort of sweating. <laughs> so your focus is entirely on this thing as it as it harms the basic structure of your mind. Yeah. Um, yes. As your mind strains to reconcile what you're seeing with the reality that you know. Felicity's eyes are very wide. You especially have the context of having seen the others, and I will say that the other engravings along the walls of this tomb that show figures bowing to each of these gods who are now bowing to this thing, they remind you of what you saw when you went through into the the underwater city. Yes. The figures who are bowing to all of those remind you of what you saw down there. So I'm going to say that you have the specific insight that you suspect that the engravings might be the others worshipping Cthulhu, etc. And then the, those gods worshipping this eye. Right, right. 
And you're transfixed by this. And Celia says, Oh my, a new engraving. I didn't even uh, see that before because of all the... And she trails off looking at it. And she looks... I think her jaw drops slightly. Oh no. And Serena... Because Felicity isn't paying attention to that. She's just looking at the engraving herself. But... Serena, you can see that Celia looks quite shaken. Okay. And she falls silent. I, I think she, Serena just says quite low, I, I told you not to come here. And Celia says something very quietly. Give me a lesson roll. And I'm not asking Felicity for one because I just assume she doesn't care. Okay. Uh, it's a 50-50. Um, 53 against 50. You could spend three luck. I'm going to spend free luck. Okay. You hear Celia quietly say, I have found the worshippers of Curious Martin. Finally. And <gasps> the whomst? As you hear her say this, Serena specifically, you hear her say this and you've been not looking at the engraving on the wall this whole time, purposely not looking at it. Yeah. Because the last time you looked at it, it was the only thing you saw for the next seven hours, uh, sparing periods of uh, unconsciousness. Yeah. And um, when she says this, for for the duration of this word, all of your vision is the engraving. As if you were looking at it, but you know you're not. It's like an afterimage so powerful on your vision that it eclipses everything and you can see nothing else. But because you're facing away from it right now, there's a strange feeling as if it's not looking at you, but then the eye turns in the engraving in your vision and looks right at you. Serena's like trembling And it disappears as soon as As quickly as it appeared Okay Because it lasts only as long as she says The name Could I get that name? Sure It was Kyria's Omaten I realise that now we've got like a magic ring And an eyeball on top of the thing That oh, yeah, turns yeah. to look at someone and, <laughs> and, stuff. Council and a council yeah. yeah I realise now that the council of Elrond joke Is all coming It's all like slotting together yeah. And realising from us so much is coming together, but I, none of this was, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, um. So what are you doing with the ring? Uh, did you ever decide what you were, what you were doing with the ring, or? It's just in her pocket, right? Oh. Well, it's mine. What's it's mine. Mine. It's pocket. <laughs> That's art. It's mine. <laughs> um, uh, she's just pocketing it for now. Yeah, before you can do anything else. A rumbling begins again. And you know that the door must be opening. Upstairs, I want to say to Octavia, whose both arms are held in place by roots, you hear a bunch of heavy boots, boot steps as, as several people run down the corridor from above. And you hear Dominic say, Oh, lads, it's so good you're here. 
The three uh, investigators tried to take Mr. Arch hostage. I disarmed them and uh, Miss Bancroft is held in place now. Um, we need to investigate the rest of the tomb. Uh, can I station two of you to watch her and... Um, Don't believe him. See. He's turned on all of you. He's turned on all of us. He wants it for himself. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, I think he just raises his voice as you're trying to shout to them, uh, so that he's just louder than you as he go as he goes on. Um, two of you stay with her, and two of you um, keep that door over there. You can't see what he's gesturing to, and he he's kind of making plans with them, and he says. Um, Mr. Watson and Mr. Archer down there with the others who um, tried to tried to overpower them, but it should be easy enough to negotiate things now that you're here. I don't know how much to describe because you're like you can't face the rest of the room and you can't see what's going on. So um, you hear them all just kind of moving around and um, stationing themselves, like as he's directing them. That's fine. And I can you hear... I can trick them when they guard me. That's fine. I can wait. <laughs> you hear Dominic make chat with... Actually, you recognize the voice of the, the, the blonde man who came to your room earlier. Disappearing off to your left, It must they must be walking down into whatever was uh, the other door that you didn't know that was there before. Mm. And yeah, you're left down there. So in the lower tomb... The rumbling starts, and Randy calls down to everyone else. Okay, Mr. Arch, it looks like we're being rescued now. And Arch, again, just walks straight past Celia and Felicity in the hallway. As he walks past, uh huh. could I cast a spell? Yeah, you have that spell. You could do that. What yeah, are you trying to cast? I want to cast Mystify. It's instantaneous, and there's an opposed power roll. Yes. Um, it costs 1d6 magic points and 1d2 sanity points, and you need to basically go up to him and tell him what he has to forget. Okay. So should I roll uh, Should I roll the d6 and the d2 first? Yep. Okay, so the d6 is six magic points. Okay. And uh, two sanity and six magic points. Okay. Okay, and she's um, she's gonna she's gonna make him forget the ring. <laughs> forget the ring exists. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, tell me, tell me, paint me a little word picture, I guess. Uh, she she kind of as he passes, you see, she kind of like traces some lines in the air and whispers into his ear. I'm trying to think of something suitably like like. <laughs> I will say the spell description says that you you explicitly have to say, forget what you want him to forget. It's actually quite clear about the wording that you you can't talk about things that you don't know he knows. I think she says, you will forget there was ever a ring. That's nice. That was a cool move. Yeah. Arch stops in the doorway to the tomb, having just walked past Celia. He looks back, looks around the room... And then looks at Serena and he says, uh, "Miss Stoker, did you say something?" <laughs> yeah, I, I said I said to go fuck yourself. Nice. He um, he doesn't think you haven't really seen him do before. 
he just gives a lopsided smile and shrugs at you. And then he walks up the he then he walks up the corridor out of the tomb and you hear him and Randy climbing the stairs. Uh I would like to follow them as quickly as possible. Okay. Um I don't want to get locked in. <laughs> well, valid. Um Felicity Is she still looking around? Yeah. I mean, what do you want? I like <laughs> is there anything else you want to do in this tomb? Checks uh, yeah, feeling the walls, hidden, tasting like, it a little really bit, take it in, give it like, a sniff. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna roll mm. spot hidden. Like, I'm not expecting to find anything, okay. but just you know, she's gonna be like thoroughly looking around. Okay. Yeah, that was a success. Okay, on a successful spot hidden, why don't you ask me about what Felicity would most want to kind of know about the tomb? That's the best I can say. Does the tomb give? Felicity any kind of impression of like specifically like who might have made it and like how sure on a spot hidden success and that's what she really wants to know about she can tell that this is the others this is the architecture of the others it matches up to what you've seen in the city before that was where it transported you to so it makes sense that it's their technology it belongs to them and um I think I'm gonna give you a little bit more I think that you understand, looking around, that this place tells a story. Right. The, co- the corridor shows the others worshipping various deities as if they were never satisfied and they wanted to worship the strongest thing they could. You know, moving between different eldritch gods and the the story of these inscriptions, the story of these engravings, shows at the end the gods worshipping something else. And it's an eyeball. And what occurs to you is that in the dreamscape, Mm. the others are cloaks, and when you look under their hoods, there's a, a big eyeball... Their architecture repeatedly displays this symbol prominently. But when you were underwater, they were these reptilian octopus men. Yeah. And that's what the little figures worshipping all the other gods look like in the engravings. And so the real revelation of your success here is that you think that they, at some point, changed forms in worship of this thing at the end of the hallway. And that's the last thing you're getting from the tomb. So, do you head off? Yes. Okay. All of you are greeted by a bunch of armed men. (laughs) Basically, like, guys pointing their guns at you as soon as you come out of the tomb. Randy and Arch standing behind the line of armed guys. And they say... Well, Arch Arch says, Miss Stoker, Miss Taggart, give us any any of the weapons that you have now. Uh... There's uh, half a dozen armed men in here. Mm, yeah. Pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah. She hands over her pistol. <laughs> we were at the cafe earlier today, and I was just talking to Nat about the game and just literally saying, like, if you try to shoot your way out of this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not even, like, the situation I've built. It's just the system. Like, you can't really shoot your way out of things in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> hey, I've been making a damn good attempt. <laughs> you... Bud, I can't disagree. Um, so, 
you hand over your weapons. Um, Celia had taken Archer's gun, which he now takes back. Uh, one of the men... Uh, actually, one of the men takes Serena's handgun off her and gives it to Randy, who tucks it into his belt. And then Arch says, uh, like, gestures to one of the men, and he says, Search them. I want to know if they've taken anything from my tomb. Um, okay. Mm. But just then, Dominic appears in what you may may or may not have noticed is another doorway in this tomb that has opened. And he says... Heart's going. (laughs) About there being another tomb. What? (laughs) Wait, can we see Octavia... Can we see Octavia from here? Yeah. Yeah. um... (laughs) So, yeah, let me just play this out. Dominic appears in this doorway that you hadn't noticed before. Another doorway is opened opposite you in the the tomb here. Um, And he says... Oh, I, Mr. Arch, um, there's something I think you'll want to see. Uh, open when I put that one on the on the sigils on the wall. Uh, there's something else down here. And um, I'm actually a person, by the way. Is that <laughs> here's the thing about that, Dominic? Is that I'm a person, and I'm also very important. I'm a, do you know even know who I am? Because here's the thing about what you've done to me. Here is that you've shot me. And I'm also, I'm a person. Uh, Octavia, he shot you? Yeah, also, so what the... I'm still trying to narrate this thing. So basically, yeah, no, when yeah. your attention is drawn to Dominic, you see you see past the line of armed men, who was kind of taking up your whole attention before, and you see the doorway that he's standing in, which is a surprise. There you go, there's Felicity's heart going a mile a minute. Um, but you also see Octavia, who is... In a sorry state, she has blood coming out of her nose. She has a, a lot of blood, seems to be running down, like, all over her clothing. Like, it seems to be soaked in blood on her right side. Shit. And both of her arms are held in place in the stone roots. And um, when Dominic speaks and she starts responding to him, Randy crosses over to her. Um, Arch responds to Dominic... First he says to the man who he'd just spoken to a second ago, and he says, You should still search them, but hold on to anything you find. I want to see what's going on down here first. And Randy um, comes up to Octavia as she's ranting at Dominic for being a dickhead. Uh, he says, uh, Miss Bancroft, I am sincerely so sorry about all of this. We, there will be a, a serious reckoning with... Uh, all of these people when we get back to Narragansett. You don't need, no, you don't need to do all, it's just, just that, just fucking, Europe, the Brit, the English, (laughs) dominant. I'll say, uh, speechless with rage at the English is a very relatable vibe for me, (laughs) and I appreciate being represented on this podcast. (laughs) One of Arch's men is, is patting down Felicity, um, he, he is kind of like gingerly doing it because he, you have an arm in a sling and he doesn't want to like hey, accidentally watch hurt you. you. <laughs> hey, watch where you're touching me, creep. And he, he like, uh, looks at you and he smiles and then he, uh, pulls your purse off your shoulder. Hey! And he looks in it and he, and he, um... Like he reaches into it and then pulls out your knuckle dusters. Get that back right now! And hands your purse off to another one of the men, and he says, "You should have handed these these over when we said to give you weapons." Bastard. <laughs> and he starts patting down Celia. 
Arch disappears in, in like, walking away, talking with Dominic through the other corridor. And Randy says to Octavia, Miss Bancroft, I am sincerely so sorry about this. Uh, we will do everything we can to uh, make sure that these scoundrels uh, face justice. This is an unacceptable way to treat a Bancroft. And, uh... Uh, I find it hard to believe you, Randy, when I'm currently bleeding out of my fucking leg is the thing, Randy. <laughs> I love the image of uh, Octavia, who is the tallest of the party. I forgot that Octavia... I was doing character sheets earlier today, and I saw Octavia's size 85. I forgot that she's a fucking... Uh, 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 an elf. <laughs> um, so she's got, like, her both, both her arms in this thing, but she's, like, on a level with this huge guy telling him <laughs> to fuck off. It's great. Uh, he, he looks down, and this is actually the first time he's seeing the, the, the leg wound. Uh, he, he was quite focused on, uh, like, you have, like, clearly having been hit in the face. And he falls silent and his face uh, becomes, like, stony. Momentarily, uh, Arch reappears in the doorway as um, the guy moves from Celia to, uh, to, to patting down Serena. And he says, uh, the, the, the guy who's, who's patting you down says, uh, Turn out your pockets. I think as she as she goes to turn out her pocket, can she put the ring on? <laughs> oh, this Jesus. could either be really good or really bad. Oh yeah, well. But like, uh... if it's really good, I don't want them to get it. So oh, I feel yeah, like I sure. gotta try. I, all of the words <laughs> that Celia told us were pretty good words about what the ring could be. If I remember correctly, <laughs> at least. 70% of those words were positive things that you would want. Power weapon tool. I need you yeah. to give me an extreme success on stealth to 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 one-handed put a ring on without them seeing what you're doing. Not sleight of hand? Oh, you could give me a sleight. What's your sleight uh, of sleight hand? Sleight of hand is objectively worse. I just feel like in, in the interest of honesty, I do feel like this is a sleight of hand. This That is valid? You can give me a sleight of hand... Roll. Oh no! So you fumble, uh, which really there is only one way to say uh, what happens there, which is that you try to put the ring on, and it falls out of your hand, clattering on the floor, drawing everyone's attention. No, <laughs> and Arch walks across the what walks across the room and looks at it, and he seems mystified. I choose that word deliberately. It's one of the names of the spell, see? Um, it's very <laughs> clever. I'm doing a little bit. Yeah. And, he, and he, he he crouches down and picks it up and he says, Did you find this in my tomb? No, Are that's... you trying to steal this? No, that's my mother's ring. And Celia... <laughs> uh, Celia says, The ring! And Arch, turning to her, goes, You know something about this. This is, this is mine. This has to do with the tomb, doesn't it? Can Serena just, like, make eye contact with Celia? Yeah. Just be like... <laughs> you make eye contact with her and you look stern, I guess. And, yeah, I'm um... just trying to, like... It, like, she obviously can't say something. She's just trying to, like, make eye contact and be, like... Like, ever so slightly shaking her head. Sort of thing. Ah, okay. Um... Serena, uh, seriously, you're already proposed... You, you cannot do that. You're both women. <laughs> Okay, that's not allowed. It can't happen. Octavia, have you ever heard of U-Hauling? Celia turns a deep shade of red. <laughs> and um, 
Arch says, Arch says, well, I'm holding on to this, whether it, uh, whether it's from my tomb or whether it's your mother's, and you can have it back when you go to jail. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and, um. Hang on, I haven't broken any law. H- have I broken any laws here? Randy walks over to it. Randy walks over to... Wh- wait, what? You and Celia colluded in threatening him with a gun. Like, you kidnapped a man. <laughs> <laughs> you held him hostage. <laughs> Randy walks measuredly and calmly over to Arch, and he says, uh, Mr. Arch, if you would, um, may I have a look at that? And Arch hands him the ring. Randy holds it between index finger and thumb and looks through it. Shutting one eye like he's trying to just get a completely clear line of sight through it And he sort of looks around the tomb a little As he's looking through it and eventually makes eye contact with Dominic And then he lowers the ring and He says That's what I thought Miss Dodge. I think this thing could be uh, dangerous. I believe Miss Taggart was a uh, deciphering inscriptions to do with some kind of curse this uh may be no good and arch says uh oh well thank you mr watson seeing as our archaeologist has become so uncooperative recently could i could i make a psychology check on what he said sure 36 is the number to beat that's a 96, that is. <laughs> uh... I can't give you a fumble on psychology, but it's time to look at the the consequences of your ongoing trauma. Uh, okay. From now on, when you fumble, the skills that shouldn't really have an obvious fumble or kind of a sensory, okay. listen, spot hidden, psychology... What happens is you try to tell what Randy's doing, and as you're looking at him, the eye that he has open becomes the stone eye of the engraving, which swivels in its socket to look right at you. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what's going to happen when you fumble. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Excellent. Um, I imagine Serena is shooketh. (laughs) Yeah, you could say that. (laughs) <laughs> so um I've Arch got a says, curse for you Dominic fuck you <laughs> fuck you for shooting me in the fucking leg you fucker wait he shot you in the I, I, this is what we get for tr- I fucking knew we shouldn't trust you Arch says uh Mr. Dealey was just dealing with you hooligans as you were trying to kidnap me on my own Quarry. You should have thought about this before you come in threatening everyone with guns, Miss Bancroft. I didn't threaten anyone with a fucking gun. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, and uh, Arch bends down and picks up your rifle off the floor, and he says, Then what's this? That's my rifle. I assume, by the way, that you're twisting around as much as you can to look over your shoulder at this scene, but you're, you're fundamentally, like, faced perfectly away from everything right um and he he hands the rifle to one of the guards and he says one of you i need you to replace miss bancroft here i actually want her and her friends to come with us and see what we found in the other tomb it seems like they're not letting on everything that they know 
and I'd like for them to cast a professional <laughs> investigative eye over our new discovery. I think that, uh, we're not laying on everything we know, I think she laughs and says, that's fucking rich. <laughs> Arch wheels on you, suddenly, and angrier than you've seen him, and he says, I told you about my father! I told you about my family! I told you, Miss Stoker, about my childhood, and everything I've been through, and you spit in my face! Honestly, I am so surprised that the person that um... we came here to find out if they knew more... Uh, and was hiding anything, turned out to know more, and was hiding something. <laughs> Truly a revelation. Can I actually spit spit in his face? Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> you need no role for that, because he gets right up in your business. Nice. I will see Excellent. everyone next week for season two. Start <laughs> the next season of Rolling with Rainbows. This has been a good season. Lovely last episode to it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, Look, I just live for drama, okay? It's great. So, what happens is, you spit in his face. Paint me a real brief word picture about the loogie that you projectile. This is like... This little missile. So, I feel like her mouth is quite, like... Moist? No, just like it feels stale, like almost mildewy from the air in this fucking tomb. Good point. And it's just like she kind of like got like, <sighs> and that like kind of is trying to get some mm. of that out, and then yeah. Nice. You you spit on his face, and he and he reacts with a yelp and turns away and uh, produces a handkerchief. And um, one of the guards moves in and slaps Serena across the face. I'm not going to roll damage on this. It's not a like a wounding blow, but he uh, he dabs at his face with the um, the the handkerchief, and he seems absolutely mute with rage. He's red in the face, and he um, he just gestures with one hand. This 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 curt gesture towards the other doorway and and walks down into the darkness of the other passageway felicity yells after him very brave you tiny little man (laughs) i I love these characters so much um and the the guards uh this time actually just grab you and like march you after him is octavia coming with so Randy produces um, a little flip lighter and uh, starts guiding the flame down the roots the way that we saw Dixon Kind do for Felicity before, opening the roots up around Octavia's arms. And he does it with a lot of care and he frees her hands and then he shows another one of the men where to put his hand in order to keep the, the other passageway open. And he says, Miss Bancroft, I am... So sorry about everything that is happening right now, and I, we will resolve all of this. I, it's best that we go with Arch for the moment. I, believe me, I am as angry as you are, and we, can you walk all right right now? Uh, I, well, here's the thing about that, Randy's. I've been shot in the leg. Can I borrow 
your gun, maybe? Uh, I just need to take care of a Dominic problem real quick. He uh, he gives he he gives it like a strange smile that really comes out like a grimace. Uh, like he's he's you know um, enjoying your anger towards Dominic, but doesn't you know uh, doesn't agree with that. And um, he says, uh, "Do you need do you need my help to walk, man?" No. Could you shoot Dominic in the leg, though? I understand if you don't want to kill him, but. You can see it's only fair if you do that. So could you please do that? Thank you. He said he he smirks uh, like he was before, and he says, "You know, you know, Miss, that would that would be fair." And he um, pulls the hammer back on his gun and like and keeps it in his hand. And he says, "We should go down there now." Right. So it's you're going to do that is the thing. <laughs> Are you just saying that as you go as you go with him down there? Well, no, I I've been shot in the leg. Nobody has attended to that. I'm not going anywhere until uh, either I've been bandaged or Dominic has been shot in the leg. I don't really care. <laughs> One of those things equal, needs to happen. <laughs> equal levels of bomb. Um, I think if you communicate some of that to Randy, he says, Miss, I have, again, I am so sorry this is happening, and I will get you medical attention as soon as possible, but Arch really wants you and your friends to confer on what he's found down there, and we should go look at it. I'm sure that you wouldn't want to miss out on what happens next. And he give, and he winks at Octavia. Oh. Wow. That's fucking ominous. I have oh. never been so sure that I want to miss out on what happens next in my life. Um, <laughs> Alright. It's uh it's time to turn on the charm. Look, Randy. I don't have any issue with you. Never had any issue with you, Randy. It's Dominic that I have an issue with, and it's Dominic who shot me so badly in the fucking leg that I can't fucking walk. So we can go down there, but not until I get bandaged up and I don't bleed out on my fucking way there. I think that Randy calls for um, one of the one of his guys to bring a first aid kit, and uh, Octavia is a, a, like a couple of minutes behind the rest of the party because they are bandaging up her leg so that she doesn't, uh, yeah, bleed out on the way there, (laughs) which is a valid concern. Um, I think in fact, applying first aid, you get one hit point back. One hit point closer to that death spell. Watch out, Dominic. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. And, um, so Octavia is further behind. The rest of the party... Felicity, Serena, Celia being marched by Arch's armed men. Uh, Arch and Dominic leading the group as you progress deeper into the other passageway. This one isn't like the, the tomb as you've seen it so far. There are some engravings and some like script on some of the walls as you're progressing, but where the stone so far has clearly been laid consciously by an architect, by a planner, here it's much more like you're progressing 
deep into the natural causeways of a cave. And I said that Octavia is minutes behind because you are actually walking for a while. I was wondering. And it's quite steeply downhill the whole time. It twists and turns and leads you deeper into the darkness. And as you go deeper, there are engravings on some of the walls. Uh, if either Felicity or Serena want to spot hidden, I could describe some of them to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do a spot hidden. But you are being marched, like, by other guys, so you aren't setting the pace. You don't have... You don't have the time to, like, do what you want. That's a hard success, baby. Okay. Serena glances a couple of different engravings on a hard success. Two different engravings. The first shows the same figures as before, bowing in worship to something huge. Just a really, just, just a gargantuan figure. And you can't make out of all, all of it in the, the, in figures, the shadows the, the, of the, the cave. Fig, the same figures that were bowing to yes, Cthulhu. Right. Okay. And then as you progress deeper into the cave, you see another engraving. And this time it shows the figures in the engraving. It seems to be engaged in some kind of battle scene. Or well, that's how it looks on first glance. But with your hard success, you look at it a little more closely as you're, as you're, as you're marched past... And you can tell that actually this scene depicts them building something. But it looks at first like a battle scene because there's this frantic energy to the illustration. It looks like they are hurrying to build something. And then in the third engraving that you see, there are more engravings as you go, but these are the kind of like parts of the parts of the tail that you manage to glimpse. You see an engraving that shows. At the very top, a horizontal line. And then beneath the line is this this complex um, network, like a huge machine beneath the earth, reaching down and down and down until it reaches uh, a little circular chamber illustrated in the in the engraving and from there leads this winding um not straight not not mechanical like just this winding tube with rough edges from there down further and then the edge of the same enormous figure right at the bottom of this full scale like full wall sized engraving where they've like cut away like 10 foot of sheer rock in order to make a mural in the wall here at the bottom uh growing stalagmites have like obscured the figure but you can see that it's down there can i make an archaeology check to see if I can figure out how old this is. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. I just... <laughs> I felt I felt like... I'm not going to lie, that was largely because I wanted to get a tick on archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled an 85 against your skill of 
one. One. So I just feel like this has been the most archaeologically focused adventure, yeah. and if I don't get a chance to get an improvement out of it, then I'm I'm a, I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, something as a player that that you could note is the fact that there's stal- if there's stalactites. Um, Sta- which ones are the ones that go down? Sound of might in front of it. It has to be very, very, very old. Yes. Shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, for the listeners at home, um, Jess has just typed uh, Octavia Vi Bancroft calls Dominic a fucking fuck. One d six plus two times while being banded. I typed that in wrong. It was supposed to roll that one d six plus two. I think it's because you didn't do. All right. Did or you I did miss, too many square I brackets. One of the square brackets. Why don't you just roll the d six so we know? Sure. Five times. Okay, five times. Five she, times. She calls Dominic a fucking fuck five times. Um, <laughs> maybe. Actually, Serena and Felicity and Celia hear that echo down the cave hallway from above them because actually um, Octavia is being hurried after them by Randy. Um, So she's still behind, but like they're catching up. Arch and Dominic arrive at a precipice overlooking a bit of cave too steep to carry on into, and Arch instructs the men to stop everyone there. And he says, um, bring out the light. And one of the men produces this large lantern with a focused beam that he sets up on a stand so they can, like, turn it to look around the parts of the cave that they've reached. And they start to scan around the cave as they're looking. And there's nothing. It's just this big cavern underground. Just deep underground, this huge cavern. There are stalactites hanging down from the ceiling. There are stalagmites coming up from the floor. The walls are rocky. It doesn't actually seem to lead anywhere from here. Maybe you've reached the dead end of where this goes to. And then Dominic, whispering to the guy who's operating the lantern, says, There, there, it's there, it's there. And they focus the beam onto something in the floor of the cave. Um, from your position, you'd need to roll spot hidden if you wanted to see what they're looking at. It's a real good question of whether or not you want to see what they're looking at. <laughs> oh, I keep failing my spot hidden roll. I'm so mad. Felicity failed by six points. You could uh, put luck on it. I mean, in yeah. for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll, Extreme I'll success. Thanks for that Borat voice, bud. I love that. <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> so you got an extreme success. So Very nice. S- Serena absolutely <laughs> sees this. Uh, I'm waiting for Nat to update her luck so that we're like, yeah. so that we're all on the same page. I can describe what Felicity... You're, so you're going to do that? Yeah. Okay, then I'll just do this. Felicity and Serena see something in general, but Serena's going to see more. Felicity can see what first looks like it's um, maybe a bit of rock fell, like maybe the cave is unstable and some of the ceilings come away and fallen down in the cave here. 
And then you realize that this sheet of rock is actually poking through from underground. And it's very peculiarly shaped. Like, there are actually two kind of prongs shooting up from underground. But then the longer you look, you start to realize that at the base of these huge protrusions coming through the floor are what look like huge patches of leather of a kind of grayish green. And they glisten slightly with the beam shining on them, which is what draws your eye. And the longer that you look, the more you start to realize that this is some kind of flesh. Maybe something huge died in this cave? But Serena got an extreme success, and Serena can make out what these things are. In this massive cave, stretching across a significant part of the, the, the floor here, each protrusion must be 30 feet long. Serena can tell that those protrusions aren't rock, and that the flesh isn't the, the flesh of a thing that's fallen down on the floor, but rather those protrusions are claws, and the flesh is the first joint of an enormous finger. Jesus. Shit. And there are two of them poking up through the floor, and almost to test her kind of theory of what she's realizing, Serena tracks with her eyes closer to the precipice, and she can make out in the dark that there's a third mound poking through the floor that's like an enormous knuckle. Big... Big fingies. Arch is watching Serena look at this, and he says, Well, what do you know? I want to know. What is it? What do you think? Just some rocks. Miss Stoker, trying to lie to me now of all times, will not... will not serve you well. I mean, I'm already in deep shit as, as it is. It doesn't... I don't think that, that you can do much more to me, to be honest. What are you gonna do? Celia says something quietly under her breath, and you can listen if you... Yes. If you want. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a 90 versus 50, so nope. <laughs> okay. And Arch says, What did you say, Miss Taggart? And Celia says, I... I just want to go home. I just want to. I just want to go away from this place. And he says, "Well, you should have thought about that before you threatened me with guns, Miss Taggart." Now, if you will cooperate, we can have everyone back up in Raphael before tea time, and then I can hand you all over to the authorities for a proper sentencing for this outrage. And Celia says, "From what I I have been looking at in the." The carvings and the script, I think that it said something about the dreamer, and I 
I think there's something dreaming. I think there's something asleep, and I... If you look at it, and she kind of gestures, points, and, and, and traces the shape of what you're looking at for Arch, she says, It's something really big. Those could be claws, or... Those ridges there are... I think we might be on top of a... A really... A great big hand. And Arch um, quietly, like, takes in this information. Um, Octavia is uh, joining the, the back of the party with Randy. Um, Jess, do you want to roll a spot hidden? Oh, what are you looking at sure. Here? Would I ever love to, to take all of this <laughs> in? Would I ever love nothing more than to be here? Seeing it all. <laughs> Hard success. With your eyeballs. I think that Octavia takes in most of what I've said to uh, that Serena sees already, but Serena, who is closer to the precipice, um, can see this, as I say, like, this other knuckle, and uh, Octavia can't see that. But Octavia can piece together that this looks like it's probably a really big hand. The end of a really, really huge hand. Um, and Felicity is having this pointed out to her, because Celia's, yeah. like, showing Arch. How does Felicity feel? Uh, very small. And, like, she's been through such huge shifts in perspective very recently. Mm. Like, she's been into dream worlds, she's seen all of these strange entire worlds and she feels like she's on the precipice of something even bigger yeah mercury is definitely in retrograde right now what i'm feeling (laughs) arch is saying to celia well if something's asleep then um i mean you're saying this thing isn't dead this huge buried thing and Celia says, well, from what I could see in the inscriptions, it seems like there's probably something that is held in place by the tomb. I think that the followers of Curioso Martin... And as she says this word, um, Serena's vision becomes the engraving on the wall. The eyeball swivels in its stone socket to look at you. She says built a huge machine under the earth. And that's what the tomb is. It, it, it it puts it into a dream uh, so that it stays asleep. I think Felicity feels sad for it. <laughs> and Arch says, Well, then, how is the machine controlled? And Celia says, Well, well, I know, I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't un- uncover Celia? that part. Uh, okay, cool. Do you want to roll gonna... psychology, Joe? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, like, if she started to actually tell him, I'd be like, maybe don't do that, but it sounds like... Cool. Psychology is 36, and I rolled an 80. <laughs> one point. You can't, you can't tell it. what her deal is there. And um, Arch says, hmm, well, that's... 
irritating. Arch, what are you planning? And he puts like his uh, fist to his to his chin, and like he's uh, thinking. And he's sort of looking into the middle distance, and then he says, "Well, there's things on my land, so I'd like to figure out how to operate the machine." You've been listening to the Rolling with Rainbows actual play podcast. If you'd like to support our podcast, early episode releases are available to those who pledge $3 or more than $3 at patreon.com slash Sophie from Mars. The incredible music for the podcast was created by Molly Noise. Rolling with Rainbows also produces a YouTube show for aspiring DMs who want to make their tabletop games as fun, safe, and inclusive as possible. Links to the show and the Rolling with Rainbows Discord community are in the description of every episode.